So I have a prophecy. Distributors who fail to deliver an omni-channel sales and marketing experience are going to go the way of the dinosaur. In this episode of The Takeover, I'll discuss some creative ways that we can utilize technology to transform our traditional sales process. Stay tuned. If you take the risk of running an industrial supply business, shouldn't you get the benefits too? Welcome to The Takeover, presented by Spinstack Growth Agency. We'll show you how to grow your business, drive positive change, and build a legacy that stands the test of time. Bringing his 15 years of experience as an industrial executive and consultant, here's your host, Matt Johnson. Hey guys, welcome back to The Takeover. I'm your host, Matt Johnson. And today I'm excited that you're able to join me because we're talking about technology. It's one of my favorite things to talk about, actually, um, when I'm in a room with uh, industrial distributors is uh, technology adoption and some creative things that we can do to help improve the customer experience. So today in particular, what I want to talk about is innovation, technology, and improving the sales process. Um, So this is going to be really an episode geared towards um, distributor sales reps. Um, If you're out in the field, you're you're in front of your customers uh, and marketing professionals as well, because sales and marketing are so closely tied at the hip in our world. Um, And what I want to do is discuss uh, some ways that we can use technology to um, create a better uh, experience for our customers, whether that be online or offline. Um, So... I'm going to start by you know just exploring this idea of innovation. Innovation is really nothing new um, in our world that we've been innovating. It's just it seems like we're a little bit slower than maybe other industries. So I want to tell you a little story um, that is pretty cool. My my father, uh, you might know Wayne Johnson um, from AccuForum. So he grew up, um, you know, grew up. He he started uh, selling safety signs uh, back in the 80s and 90s. Um, and he sold a lot of signs, right? And he sold exclusively through distributors and primarily through small independent distributors. And, um, you know, he was, he was really generating a lot of interest. You know, at the time, it, uh, it wasn't that common, actually, for uh, safety distributors to sell signs. You know, this is something that uh, local sign shops took care of. And so here comes this, uh, this manufacturing company selling signs. Uh, at really great margins. And so it enabled distributors to really keep a lot of the money um, for these signs or sign orders. But uh, he noticed that a lot of the distributors that he was working with, they couldn't keep up with the demand. Um, it was time consuming to take orders over the phone. Um, and it was kind of complicated. And so he started creating these forms that could be used with this new technology that was coming out at the time. It's really a groundbreaking technology. Maybe you've heard of it. Um, it's, it's called fax machines. And uh, these fax machines uh, really it made it possible for uh, distributor reps to free up more of their time. And, and literally, a customer could fill out a form, um, a distributor could fill out a form requesting a custom sign order, and they would be able to fax that order in uh, to AccuForm and, and be able to uh, quickly get an order placed. Uh, and it saved them a ton of time. It allowed them to spend less time on the phone. It allowed them to get out of their desks and get out into the field. And uh, and so that 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 technology was a game changer, really, for a lot of the distributors. He even went so far as to go across the Gulf Coast 
and buy fax machines for distributors who didn't have one in their office. This is crazy, right? Um, but uh, it, it worked. It really worked. The sales uh, boomed. The, the fax machines paid for themselves overnight. Um, and what's cool is that uh, a lot of these distributors grew rapidly sort of on the back of this innovation. And, you know, Accuform became known in uh, his circles as a company that understood innovation and growth. And, um, and so that's just, uh, you know, at the same time, you had distributors who, you know, didn't embrace uh, the technology. They were still doing things the old ways. And, and their fax machines were more like a, a you know, an expensive paperweight. Um, and, and they were not getting the same amount of growth. We're not seeing the same growth. They weren't seeing the, the sales through, um, through the sign company. So, uh, you know, today, our, max, our modern-day fax machine is B2B e-commerce. How many distributors have an e-commerce uh, system or a website set up, but they're not really using it? It's sort of like the same thing. We have fax machines that are just sitting there. We're not using them. But today we have beautiful websites that we're not using them. We're not, we haven't figured out a way to get our customers to utilize the technology uh, and the software that we have. So um, I want to talk about some ways that we can uh, you know, teach possibly some of the old dogs out there some new tricks. I know who you are. You know, you are the guys that actually use the fax machine um, and you were around when it was created. Um, I, on the other hand, I, I don't even know how to use a fax machine. Um, the best I can do is um, I, I use my phone to actually, I, I scan uh, something using my app and then I can fax it uh, to somebody using the, uh, <laughs> the smartphone. Uh, so that's my way of faxing. Um, so today, let's talk about some some of these creative ways uh, to improve the customer experience. Number one, um, we can turn spreadsheets into memorable brand experiences. Um, so you guys are familiar with the sales process, right, uh, that a distributor goes through, because this is probably your life and you live this every day. Um, so, you know, sometimes you, you call on an end user uh, by yourself. Sometimes you have a maybe a manufacturer sales rep with you. And you go in to visit your your customer, and you know you're talking to them. You're trying to understand where their where their needs are at. You're maybe walking around a facility or a job site, and you're identifying uh, you know the equipment that they're going to need to better uh, operate and, and and stay safe on the job, right? So you're going around. You're figuring out what items uh, you're going to need. You're writing down. You're taking notes. Um, you're you're coming up with a list of items. Um, so you go back home. Maybe you go back to your um, office and you develop a spreadsheet. Essentially, is this is what this is what you're going to uh, win the bid with. You're going to create a spreadsheet. It's going to have a list of items that your customer needs, uh, and you're going to have pricing on that list. Um, and here, here's the deal: you're 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 struggling at this point because you're probably up against maybe two or three other distributors who are almost identical to you. Um, they're also doing the same thing. They're going out there um, and they're creating their list and they're working on their pricing um, because after all, um, you know, how are you going to win this bid? You're going to have to win on pricing. 
Um, you're going to have to sacrifice margin. How much margin do I sacrifice? Uh, is it worth me to, worth it for me to even win this business? Uh, something that we often don't even ask ourselves. Um, you know, are you going to charm the customer? Maybe, maybe with your bubbly personality. Maybe with the donuts that you brought in. Maybe you've you've been able to. Um, you know, uh, charm them and, and win them over. But at the end of the day, you know, no matter what you do, no matter how um, charismatic you are, no matter how, uh, you know, you develop the pricing um, so that you can win the, the, the deal, um, you're, you're leaving your customer with, at the end of the day, a spreadsheet, a spreadsheet. Um, this is, this is not exactly sexy, uh, stuff. So, um, what I want you to do is I want you to imagine maybe an alternative way of delivering a proposal or a bid to your customer. So what if, what if theoretically, instead of doing a spreadsheet, what if you created a compelling brand experience that was, uh, that utilized your website, your e-commerce system, so imagine if you took the boring spreadsheet and you use it to build an e-commerce experience for your customers. To do that, um, first you'd have to take that list, locate the items that are in your um, catalog, uh, take those items, pull them over, build a custom catalog for uh, this particular customer that you're that you're looking to win the business on. And uh, once you have the list of items uh, that you're pulling from your existing catalog, so you're going to pull product descriptions, uh, images, manufacturer information, SKU numbers, uh, SKU descriptions, etc. You're going to pull those over and you're going to do some pricing. Okay. So you're going to, just like you did the pricing on the spreadsheet, you can take that same spreadsheet if you like, essentially uh, upload it into the website. Uh, from there, you can even personalize the experience uh, further by maybe adding a banner uh, to the homepage when your customer logs in to look at their proposal, to look at their products. Um, maybe it has their logo. Maybe it has some more information about you and your brand and your and your services. Um, and you simply are going to send your customer an email that's going to say, "Hey, um, you know, end user Eddie, thank you so much for uh, you know meeting with me today. I've put together a um, a proposal for you to look at." All you need to do is log into this website, click on this link. Uh, here's your username. Here's a password. Um, when you get there, you're going to notice that I've I've organized your your products into uh, its own uh, its own catalog. Uh, when you go to that catalog, you can see the products that I'm quoting for you. You'll be able to click on them, view more information about those products. You'll be able to view my custom pricing and my best pricing offer to you. Um, and by the way, you'll also see all the other products that we offer as well. You'll be able to see the other brands that we offer. Our line card is there. Um, so here's the deal. When they get in there, when they, when they get to that website, what are they going to see? They're going to see the items that you talked about. They're going to come to life because now there's images. It's not just a black and white spreadsheet. Uh, there's product descriptions. Maybe there's even videos. Maybe there's, um, you know, maybe there's literature sheets that, that you've, that you've added from the manufacturer. Um, there's articles maybe that you've added over time on your blog. Hopefully, uh, you've created content that's educating them and and helping them understand uh, best practices as it relates to safety or maintenance or um, you know those types of things. And your customer is getting this an immersive brand experience. They're seeing um, everything that you they that you talked about in person come to life 
on the website. So that's what I mean by omni-channel. They're getting the, the in-person experience, but they're also seeing this amazing website that's helping them um, you know, work through this, this quest that they have to source products and source a supplier if, uh, if this is their first interaction with you. So in short, uh, what am I saying? I'm saying you're going to blow the competition out of the water. Um, you're going to destroy your competition. I mean, all they have is a spreadsheet. Uh, maybe they brought donuts. Maybe they brought, um, even if they brought um, bacon, cheese, and stack e-commerce, well, it's not just a sales pitch. I mean, obviously, our e-commerce system allows you to do everything I just talked about. Um, it allows you to, to create custom catalogs. You can pull from our master database of over 650,000 um, industrial and safety product SKUs uh, and pull those um, that product that manufacturer content into a catalog and use it as a sales tool. Most people don't realize that you can use our e-commerce solution as a very effective sales tool. And some of our distributors who who know that are very very successful. Um, the other thing that um, you can do is, hey, let's say that uh, you have your own uh, development team. Let's say you have the budget to go outsource a, um, a an open source uh, project to a development team. Um, well, you know, Big Commerce and Magento, those those work great, and and you can actually do a lot of the same things I just said uh, with those platforms as well. So it's not it's not necessarily uh, you know we're not the only uh, solution out there. Obviously, there's. There's lots of things you can you can do. I will say that it, it it's probably um, you know more expensive to do it that way. But hey, you might get a completely custom, beautiful B two B e commerce solution uh, that works for your customers. Um, and uh, and speaking of a better experience, if you want to learn more about uh, building and launching and growing an industrial e commerce website, you've got to go check out our fairly new. Um, a masterclass that we created, uh, Industrial Marketing 101. Uh, so if you go to industrialmarketing101.com, and by the way, there'll be a link in the article on the website, there'll be a link on the YouTube video below uh, if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, then uh, go to the website and uh, and click on the link there, uh, and you'll be able to get access to Industrial Marketing 101. It's 100% free, uh, there, so there's really no reason why you wouldn't do this. And even if you don't have time to sit down and watch all 10 videos, uh, I encourage you just to go and listen to it. Maybe put it on while you're taking a walk. Um, and really get to understand the the methodology that the most successful industrial distributors employ to run a thriving, profitable e-commerce website. So uh, the whole methodology is there, uh, industrialmarketing101.com. Hope you go take advantage of that offer. All right, so number two, the second thing that we can do with technology to improve the process is to take the friction out of the purchasing process. Um, you know, today it's crazy to think that, um, you know, we have multiple steps and hoops that we want our customer to jump through in order to place their order, um, with us. Now, uh, more and more, uh, end users are actually doing their best to avoid phone calls and in-person visits. Now, why is that? Um, well, it's, I think it's because we're, we're living in a time where we're trying to accomplish you know, 12 hours of work in eight hours. And we're trying to do more than ever before. We're asked to do multiple things like your purchasing managers and 
excuse me, your um, your 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 uh, decision makers are out there like they're stretched further than they've ever been stretched before, and it makes it very difficult uh, for them to spend the quality time that that you and your business has depended on over the years. So they're they're going to be less like um, they're going to be less likely to um, accept an invitation to meet in person. Um, they don't want to answer the phone. Uh, you're going to find more and more of your phone calls are going to voicemail. This is totally normal. Okay, um, if we're going to avoid extinction as an industrial distributors, uh, we've got to make the ordering process as streamlined and as frictionless as possible. Why do you think people are going uh, to Amazon business? Why do you think um, customers, you're losing customers to online uh, distributors and and online uh, big box solutions? The reason is uh, is ease. That's really what it comes down to. They're they're making their job easier. They're making the ordering process faster. um, You know, and at the end of the day, that's what we're up against. We're up against innovation. So what can you do um, to make the, the, the process a little more uh, frictionless? Well, well, of course, imagine if you were able to say to your customer, uh, hey, Mr. Customer, you know, listen, if you want to uh, send me a text message, if you want to email me, if you want to send a, a fax in, uh, you're more than welcome to do that. But I wanted to let you know that I've put all of your uh, products that you buy with your pricing on our website. And all you have to do is click on this link visit the the site uh click to put click the orders you want or the repeat orders you've done in the past add them to the cart and check out and uh and we'll take care of it from there your product is going to show up in a couple days um or maybe maybe same day if you have it in stock so i mean imagine that um as opposed to what they're having to do now it's great to be able to give them that opportunity now uh some of them, like I said, are still faxing it in. Some of them are still emailing you or, or actually calling their order in. Um, you know, that, that's the way they've been doing it for 25 years. But my question is, what is going to happen in the next few years when those folks start retiring? Uh, who are going to replace them? And I think you know who are going to replace them. I don't have to, to necessarily spell it out for you, do I? Millennials. Um, <laughs> The largest workforce in the history of the world is coming. Actually, it's here. It's here. The millennials are in power, baby. (laughs) But here's the deal. Uh, You know, even though the largest workforce in the history of the world um, are the millennials, um, they're just now getting to the point where they have buying power. They're in managerial roles. They're, They're decision makers. Um, these guys are different, all right. This is the these are the people that invented Facebook. Okay, think Mark Zuckerberg. Don't don't think about this new generation of uh, um, you know crazies that are you know like you know give me a safe space in college. You know that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about my generation. We're we're the millennials. We're the first ones to uh, live and grow up in a completely digital world. Um, so we're the pioneers of it, and, and we're just old enough to know, by the way, what good what good customer experience looks like. We're old enough to also understand um, what matters most, and um, so we're not totally given over to technology. But we did we did create Facebook, we did create Snapchat, um, we did create the selfie. Okay, not our proudest moment. Um, but uh, these are the purchasing managers, safety directors, operational managers of the future. And this is who you need to think about when you're thinking about creating a frictionless 
customer experience and ordering process, okay? So, um, you know, by the way, who are these millennials? Well, they've, they've, they've learned, we've learned, um, how to uh, find the path of least resistance, okay? We think outside the box. We know um, that we don't necessarily have to take, you know, this is the way it is as an answer. Um, you know, they order online. We order online. We shop for savings. Um, we're reading reviews. We're doing our homework. Um, we are the, 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 the essential uh, informational age buyers, okay? We're the ones reading articles. We're the ones watching videos. We're the ones uh, ordering off of websites, okay? We're also the ones not picking up the phone. Um, so here's three easy ways to create a better sales experience. This is what we'll do to wrap it up uh, today. So number one, email, marketing, automation. Uh, it's so simple today. It's crazy that so many independent distributors do not do this. Uh, suppliers are not doing it. Um, we are. We rely so heavily on uh you know, sales reps and boots on the ground. And we really fail at this. Now, there was a time, you know, like a few years ago when marketing automation was pretty expensive. Uh, software companies like HubSpot or Marketo, you know, these are solutions that were very expensive to implement and, uh, and, and complicated. They have they have a tremendous, uh, tremendously powerful tools. Um, HubSpot still is my favorite. Um, I still use it. I use the, the sales hub, the service hub, and the marketing pro um, software solution. So I'm, I'm a full in HubSpot fanboy, Um, and, uh, and I even sell it, uh, as well and, and help customers implement it. But, um, you know, I have to say, and I mean, HubSpot people are probably going to hate me for this, but there's other, other small guys in the, the space, you know, like MailChimp and constant contact. And some of these even newer solutions are popping up and they're super affordable. I mean, we're talking like instead of $800 a month for a marketing automation solution, we're talking like $60 a month, $100 a month. It's it's so much more reasonable than it is than it was before and it's simple. Simple to create um, really effective uh, customer drip campaigns. Now, uh, what's a drip campaign? And what's marketing automation? Okay, well, without explaining you know, completely what marketing automation is, let me just say a drip campaign is what I call a customer buyer journey. Um, and there's lots of information um, out there about that. You can go watch a previous episode that we created uh, about the customer buyer's journey. We'll link to that in the show notes. Um, but essentially, it's a series of thoughtful emails that help guide your customer to do their job better uh, and offer multiple opportunities to learn or shop or purchase equipment uh, when they're ready on their terms. As simple as that. It's staying in front of your customer, delivering a great experience, and you know, calling them to action and letting them decide when they're ready to place their order. So, um, here's the deal, right? Like this is what I say. This is this is how you can actually change the game um, with your distribution uh, sales team. If you go and set up these buyers journey and let those emails take care of nurturing the less profitable accounts, the smaller customers, the customers that you know they spend a lot of you know suck up a lot of your time, but they're not really generating uh, the most sales or they're not the, the most profitable. Take care of them with the emails, okay? Let's that's how you stay in front of those customers, and that will provide your sales team with more time to go and spend with the big customers, the ones that really move the needle. 
and, uh, and and it's going to free up more time to actually go prospect. When's the last time your, your sales team went and prospected or tried to get into a new account? Um, this is what I'm talking about. Free up time with your sales team. If, you know, they're still the ones that change the game. Um, you know, I'm never going to be um, an advocate necessarily for removing salespeople from the equation. I don't think we can do this without them. I think in our industry, it's essential to have great salespeople. But my thing is, why are we spending so much time taking orders? Why are we spending so much time quoting uh, uh, customers? And why are we spending so much time um, price checking and providing information about products? Website can do that. Your website should do that. Um, and email marketing is the tool which is going to get that information in front of your customers so it frees up more time for your sales team. Okay? Makes sense? All right. Number two, chatbots. Have you ever thought about it? Chatbots. Um, I think this is an area where we've overlooked um, the possibilities, especially in our world. Um, you know, back in the day, uh, the chatbots were, or chat software, um, we didn't have chatbots until just a couple years ago, but, uh, chat software was kind of overlooked because it was pretty lame when you think about it, right? Like you had to have somebody who was manning it, um, you know, somebody on your end who was, you know, responding the instant that a customer started chatting online. And if you weren't, then all you could do is like, Hey, we're not here leave a message. So essentially like a, a cool form. Uh, and it wasn't really an interactive uh, experience for your customers. Now, um, there's this book out there. I don't know if you guys have read this, but it's uh, by Tom Nichols called The Death of Expertise. Um, it's fascinating because in this book, he talks about like the informational age and what it's done to uh, the world of experts or specialists. Uh, and it's 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 a large part of what his what he's saying is that he's saying it's made the experts um, obsolete. Like so, if you are an expert in power tools, or if you're an expert in safety equipment or fall protection, um, your customer doesn't need you anymore. It's scary uh, to think about that. But uh, they have Wikipedia, they have all of these um, you know informational websites that have a blog upon blog and articles and videos that teach them everything they need to know about how to use that equipment, how to maintain that equipment. Um, and, and so what what good are you? Um, it's, it's, it is a scary thought um, if you are one of those people that, you know, that's kind of what you rely on um, as your value proposition. But uh, there is something we can do to push back, okay? So we can show up in the gap where online information falls short of satisfying a customer's questions. So when your customer goes to a website and they start using a chat bot or a chat functional uh, software, what are they doing? They need more information. They need help. They need service, right? They need customer service. And uh, and this is where a chat bot can come in real handy, okay? So, uh, for example, a chat bot can be set up to collect questions, uh, customer information, and service requests. And, uh, and, and here's the, here's the deal. Um, like, so I have a chat bot, uh, set up on our website and, uh, it's not nearly as effective as I'd like it to be, but, uh, essentially what, what it can do is it can tap into information that you've already posted. So it can tap into product information. It can tap into support articles, uh, informational articles. So, and it can give real time responses to your customer, even though there's no human being on the other end manning it. 
So if you're, for example, your customer says, um, you know, do you have X uh, so-and-so product and they type in the product name, the chatbot can respond uh, and say, well, yes, we do. Uh, click here to view this uh, section of products. Um, it's fascinating, but uh, that chatbot can ask questions uh, to qualify leads. Um, hey, what are you looking for today? Is there anything I can do to help you? Um, you know, have you visited this page? Uh, have you subscribed to our blog? It can take information from the customer, it can collect leads, um, and it can direct a customer on their journey to the place they need to go in order to finish the purchasing process. So really fascinating stuff with chatbots. I encourage you guys to go take a look at that and uh, let me know what you think. Um, number three, and finally, uh, is to utilize better copy and tell a better story. Uh, so we're talking about ways to you know take a friction out of um, the buying process. A lot of our websites suck. A lot of our websites are complicated. They're not clear about what we're asking our customers to do. And we're paying the price. Um, so we're getting people that are maybe coming to your website and they're bouncing because they can't figure out where to go. So um, last episode was uh, clarify your message with better storytelling. Um, so I could just like say, go check that out. But uh, since I love to talk um, and you guys like to listen, uh, I'll just go ahead and do a quick little summary here about what I mean by telling a better story on your website. So when it comes to customer activity, I can tell you that uh, to, we're a fickle group. Um, you know, people that, um, you know, browse the internet today, uh, it's, we know that there's so many websites, we know there's so much information, we've become incredibly, uh, we've become incredibly efficient at browsing through information. And so um, let me just tell you this, I, I use this software I can't even remember the name of it right now, but uh, I used to use a software that would allow us to essentially look and watch um, a visitor on, a, on a, one of our clients' websites, and we would get to see them like watching a video. And of course, this was they gave consent for us to do this, of course, because it, it, it kind of is creepy, right? Um, but uh, they let us uh, watch them, and we recorded it, and we watched it back, and we watched how they skimmed through different pages of the website. We watched the things that they were clicking on. We could even see where their mouse was going and uh, and see what things they were maybe like taking their mouse to like hover over different buttons and over text and, and reading things. And so it was really fascinating. But I'll tell you, the, the big thing that we learned more than anything is that visitors quickly scroll and they skim read content. So especially on your homepage. Um, so for example, if you're not crystal clear about what you offer, and why it will help your customer within five seconds of them hitting your webpage, uh, you will lose them and they may be gone forever. You may have lost any chance of ever turning that website visitor into a lead for your sales team, okay? So you've gotta be super, um, super clear and to the point. And, and the design of the website needs to be simple and it needs to guide them to the places you want them to go. So remember, your customer is the hero. Uh, you are not the hero. Your company is not the hero. You are simply a guide, a helpful guide. Uh, and you play a pivotal role in the buying process journey. But you don't necessarily need a $20,000 a month marketing campaign to be incredibly successful online. You just need to tell a better story. So you can use sales copy on your website pages to meet your customer on their quest to solve the problem. All right, guys, this, of course, is, um, you know, this is this is where I would say 
uh, you want to do a good job of calling your customers to action and providing them with information that's helpful. And so I think I've done that today. I hope I've done that today. Um, I want you guys to put this into action. I want you guys to take in the information that I've shared with you today and get further along the journey of growing your distribution business. And uh, one of the ways you can do that is very simple. Go to the website and schedule a consultation with me. Um, you can go to spinstack.com. You'll see a place where you can contact us. I would love to schedule some time in the near future to talk about your business and what you're doing right now and what you could be doing to create a better experience for your customers, whether that be on the sales process side, whether that be through an e-commerce solution, or whether that is on the marketing side and developing you know, these customer journey campaigns to help nurture your customers on a regular basis by utilizing some of the technology that we've talked about. So uh, go ahead and do that today. Schedule a consultation with me. Uh, there's no time like the present to get this started. And uh, until next time, guys, this has been The Takeover. So guys, take care and God bless. Thanks for joining us today. If you like today's content, do us a favor and like or share the episode with your peers. And don't forget to subscribe to the show. Have something to say? Hit us up with your questions or comments at matt at thetakeoverpodcast.com. Then head to thetakeoverpodcast.com for today's show notes and action items. See you next week.